This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but to myself. That goes without saying. But what dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. Welcome to the Ailman Bale podcast. It's Saturday the 16th of September. It's half eight. It's delirium. We're up to second in the table. Still yet to concede a goal at home in the league. Still yet to score a goal in the league in the first half. But we're up there, joint top with Exeter, and we've got another win today. And we're not going to get carried away, but at times today, it was like watching Brazil play football. Some fucking unbelievable football today at Vale Park, I thought. And I was a bit worried we weren't going to get as just desserts with the goal. But then Johnny, the best on earth, came on, and what a finish. It was, wasn't it? It was a great finish by him. Um, and I, I suppose that's the response that you want from a sub, isn't it? So, oh, 100%. Absolutely 100%. Really, really, really happy with that. And it's good performance today. I think they, they, they'd they come to frustrate. Um, some of their fans, I'm really not sure what planet they live on. Because as as walking out and I was walking down past them, they were like, we should, like, they were like after that performance, we should be beating teams like that. And it's like... What do you mean you should be beating teams like that? We Ripley didn't make a save, I don't think. He made one. Did in, he? The, in the first half, there, lad, it oh, one yeah. from outside the box, and he's going one way. Had to quickly just go the other. And you'd expect him saving, but it was a good save, and that's it. Yeah, he, 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 he held that well, actually, to, to, give him, to, to give him a bit of credit for. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was just a strange statement, really, because I like. I felt like we were fully in control of that game from minute one, barring a five-minute spell where they passed it round nicely. And I think Devine put in a really good tackle and then Smithy did in the second half. But you'd expect a team to have a, a bit of possession and look a bit of a threat. But, yeah, that, that that just confused me. But Yeah, well, I come out saying it was one of the most one-sided games of football I've ever been in attendance for. And I honestly thought it was. And those that listen to us week in, week out know that we're very level-headed over stuff. We can come on here and say, oh, we weren't great today. We were good today. I honestly thought that was a really one-sided game of football. 
How does it look from the ammo, Andrew? And Hello. Using your full name. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I thought my mum was shouting me for a cup of tea or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was. Um, I'd, I, the word I'd use is control. I mean, there's still little things we need to iron out. Chance creation could have been better. Uh, final third. Once we start clicking there, we could be actually dangerous. But yeah, we were never in any trouble, were we? We, we were. We were very good. Midfield absolutely bossed it. Um, I think the possession stats probably tell you all you need to know. Particularly. There was there's a period up until sort of about 75 minutes in the second half where I think we had 60-70% possession during that second half. Um, it was it was very very good and there were some very very good individual displays out there and it was um, it just seems like a, a lot more technical quality than we've been used to over the last few years. Did you see that? Today was the sixth anniversary of Michael Brown being sacked. Yeah, yeah. Jamie mentioned that earlier to to us. Yeah, so um, yeah, <laughs> that shows you how far we've come, doesn't it? Well, I tell you what shows you how far we've come for me, and I quite like them. I thought if that first twenty minutes, I thought was some of the best football I've ever seen a Vale team play. I thought we were incredible. We just didn't get the end result with the goal. There were some great balls in the box and didn't finish it but we've got to take a lot of credit that sides are coming to Vale Park and setting up for a nil-nil draw because that's what Northampton's saying that's not me having a knock at Northampton they've just come in this league and we've started the season very well so if anyone thinks it's me taking a pot shot at them it's not but we've got to take some art that teams now see us as such a threat that they come and play 10 men behind the ball and that's what they did and it's hard to break down and in the end they did three minutes I think it's interesting if you look at the formation changes they made during the game. I think first 15, 20, we were carving them open and they had to really, um, I think they changed to a five at the back, had to drop another centre half in until they got to half time and they brought on um, um, Mont, 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 I don't know how you pronounce his name correctly, Monte. Um, well, they brought on the Giants, didn't they? Cause yeah, they brought, they brought on... on... And they took off that um, lad with a headband, is it Apare, who who uh, seemed to spend most of the game on yeah. his, on the floor anyway. Yeah. But it just he's a bit of a compliment, really, that um, they started off thinking they could press us, that they could get in amongst us. Um, there were a couple of nervy moments where Ripley and Smith sort of just played it between each other and neither one really wanted to um, take a risk or, or, or just put the foot through it. Um, but that soon disappeared once they realised that if they pressed us too much, they were going to leave gaps um, in in their own third. And they eventually just um, got bodies behind the ball. And yeah, they, they, they were they were playing for a nil-nil towards the end. Um, you saw how long they were taking. Players were staying down. Goalkeeper was dallying a bit on free kicks. Players on throw-ins. And when they did go 1-0 down, they didn't really have the gear change or the gears in them to really step it back up and get the equaliser in the end, I thought. Yeah, I was hoping uh, for a low number of injury time, to be honest, because um, the only real sort of injury time there was to be added was, well, apart from the subs, was uh, their players wasting time for themselves. Yeah, no, I agree. And I did say to me dad when he come up with six, I said, it's right. I said, however, it's times like this where I think if you've been the side that's been doing all the time wasting you'll say fuck you we'll blow on 90 you're losing 
you don't get the benefit of the time you wasted. But obviously, that's not how football works. And we'll talk about the ref in a minute or two. Uh, let's get on to the game. Johnny, you messaged me before kickoff and your thoughts were good 11, worrying about Mitch. Would like to know where he is. Overall, our strongest football in 11, though. Let's see what Kofi's about. So, start with Mitch. Have you heard Crosby's post match yet? Yeah, I've heard I, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard him as well. He's basically, sounds like Mitch would have played today if it was up to him, but Crosby's made the decision for him. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. He's got a knock. You can knock on the knee at Oxford, didn't he? And I think him lying down at the end of it kind of sums that up that you know he was he was carrying a bit. So yeah, yeah, I'm all right with that. I'm fine with it. If you know we've got four Tuesday games in a row now, we're going to need everybody. But what is one of them the thingy cup? We've got two league games, one league cup, one pizza cup. Oh yeah, once yeah. So, yeah, four Tuesdays in a row now. Fair so, enough. I'm fine, fine with him resting. And Kofi, have a, we'll talk about him in more detail, but Kofi came in. Let's see what he's about without saying too much because we've covered it in players' rating, like the look of him. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, very, he's a very seasoned centre-half, even though he's so young. So, yeah. Right. yeah. We, we have to go. In one of my WhatsApp group chats, somebody said, how old is he, 33 or something? Because that's just how he looked, the way the way he sort of was carrying himself rearing around the pitch. But yeah, we'll get into him later. But he, he, some of the kids we've got are very mature, aren't they? Very. Yeah. And I can't think of a time in my life when we've had such a good group of lone players that all of them are making such an impact. And I know it was Kofi's first start today. But you've got all blasted. Divine, Kofi, and then Thomas, who's already made an impact. I know we didn't make the squad today. But you compare that to last season's loan signings. And again, for people that want to take pot shots at the recruitment team, and maybe I was one of them last season, fair to say, what a fucking job they've done. They have. And I think, I think this is the thing. At the minute, what, it's, it's obviously easy when things are going well, isn't it, to say what a job they've done. Um, and you won't, you won't be saying what a job they've done come eight months' time, don't we? Um, but yeah, at, at the minute, the, the signings that they've made on the whole have all been really positive signings. They've all added something to the team. They all can play, and you're not concerned about it. And I think that's that that that's kind of what you want from the signings, isn't it? A couple of times, we we've questioned across across the board, haven't we? Joel Cooper, for example, questioned. Well, we don't play wingers. Where did he fit in? Mipo, Politic. Um, McCarran, Thierry Small, like there's been a lot where we've questioned it. So it's only right to say we've actually done a pretty decent job, haven't we? Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know what's changed. I don't know if maybe we've said we're going to pay a bit more in loan fees now to get the better standard of loan player because I imagine you probably get what you pay for a little bit in terms of what you're paying to the parent clubs. But whatever's happening. It's just working a hell of a lot better. I, I remember some of the really great loan players we've had down the years, but I don't think I've ever known this many good loan players at the same time. Yeah, I think that's fair, I think that's fair isn't it? As well, like yeah. you say, we've had one, we've had one or two, haven't we? Like even even loan players like Craig James, when he was on loan, came in and you looked at him and thought, 
he's a player, and then he signed for us, and you're like, uh, okay. But, like, you say, we haven't, we haven't really had two or three like we have now, and you think, actually, these, these are decent. And we've got four very good loan players now. Yeah, we are. If you ever really? borrowed a CD off a mate or something, or somebody's borrowed a CD off you, and you sort of you hope that um, they forget about it and you don't have to give it back. So sometimes it happens, doesn't it? You know, you borrow something off someone, you, you never see him again, uh, you lose it. I feel a bit like that with the loan players. I'm thinking, well, hopefully they just, you know, Spurs have a good season. They forget that they've lent him to us, and 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 they just don't ask for him back, and we keep healthy, divine. Maybe. Let's hope. I can't see it, but let's hope. Let's hope they certainly forget about him past January anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I so, think, yeah. I mean, I think it'd do him good to just um, carry on all season. Um, I, I don't think recalling him in January would, would necessarily be what they need, but that's that's a that's a longer discussion for another day, isn't it? It is. That's a Thursday discussion, so... And we haven't got a free Thursday for four weeks, as we've already said. So, Johnny, carry on for rating for the management team today. I think nine out of ten for Crosby today. I thought the the, the eleven he put out, like I said, was probably our strongest fit eleven, barring Mitch and Grant starting. Um, I think the subs he made is one of the reasons why he loses one mark, and that's just because. I thought Chislett should have been replaced a little earlier than he was. Um, not n- Nothing against his performance. He just, once he got booked yet again for diving. And it was a dive. Yeah, it was. It was a dive. Um, and it's. I think it's his third of the season now for diving. I think you're right. So he needs to be careful because he may get a reputation. Um, not only that, Johnny, he needs to be careful because... And again, love Ethan Chase, but this is nothing, you know, against him. And if he wins as a penalty by doing one, we'll all smile and clap. But if he gets five yellow cards pretty quick and he's well on the way now, and he's replaced by Ben Garrity or someone else, he's not walking straight back into that side at the moment. He's then got to wait for his chance to come back in. Yeah, and that, that obviously that's that's the that, that's the the risk you take, isn't it, really, with picking him up? But yeah, I just think that like. <laughs> I don't think any of them have been blatant acts of cheating, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But they have been a dive. Like to, like today, for example, I think he got kicked, took a couple of steps, knew he wasn't gonna gonna do anything with it, so went down. And I think sometimes that's that's slightly different than that than a dive. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. He, he does need to be careful. But, yeah, I think, I think he should have changed that slightly sooner um, because as soon as Willow went off, we kind of we kind of lost a bit up there. Um, and let me ask you, obviously, it's easy to say the subs were right now when we've gone on to win 1-0. If that game had have finished 0-0, do you look back and go, do you know what? Perhaps we could have gone two up top at that point, left Willow on and brought Loft on for someone else and had two strikers on the pitch. See that that that's where I was looking. I was looking keep Willow on. I wasn't even planning on change formation to fair out. I would have just sat Willow in that gap for ten minutes. Yeah, fair, fair. Just behind him. I thought what we were crying out for is just some way of stretching their defence laterally, getting some sort of way of 
getting balls in between their defenders down channels. It all was very sort of narrow down the middle and, and they um, seemed to choke at um, the game a little bit. Uh, so it wasn't quite what I wanted to see, but in the end, it just needed someone to just put the foot through the ball and ended up in the back of the net. Yeah. And to be fair, when Ryan Loft come on, I didn't realise that he's got that boost of pace, actually, hasn't he? For a big lad, he's got a bit of pace about him. Yes, yeah. Yeah, really chuffed with that. So, that's anything else to add on the coaches or leadership team, Andy? Don't think there's anything more you can say, really. Um, I'm really pleased with how we've set up so far this season. Um, technically, I think we've been excellent. Um, it does feel like a step up. What, what um, we don't seem to be doing as much now is pressing so much and then looking um, vulnerable on the counter-attack, on the turnover. That doesn't seem to be happening so much these days. I think we're falling into a a defensive shape when we lose the ball. We seem a little bit more astute in certain areas and um, I'm really enjoying what Andy Crosby's doing. Um, I had my doubts. Well, I thought Andy Crosby was a decent manager, but then after the first day of the season, I'm thinking, what if I'm wrong here? Or what if just things just conspire against him? You know, he he got off to the worst possible start and I'm thinking, what if the worst case scenario is playing out here? It hasn't, thankfully. And this this is him. I think this is us now. Um, what happened at Barnsley wasn't us. So, yeah, just as a broader point, really, I'm really, really chuffed with how we look, how we set up generally, and um, tactically, how, how we go about what we do. Yeah, no, all good points. And what I like is when you see him come on the pitch a full-time, and I know it's easy to do when you're winning games of football, and we are, but they all look like they're really enjoying it. Dunny's dancing up and down with the music. Crosby's giving the fists to the crowd because the players make him. And they just all really look like they're enjoying it. And as I say, I know that's easy when you've what, won five league games on the spin now. But Yeah, I hope if, you know, when we do lose a game, and eventually we will, hopefully not for a few weeks, but I just hope that the fans still respond to the players and they don't get, you know, we don't get too up when we win and we don't get too down when we, when we lose. And I just hope we try and keep level-headed about whatever happens. Yeah, agree. And it's nice to see this year that the majority of fans are staying after the full-time whistle to clap. And yes, again, I know that's easier when you're winning games of football. But even when we were winning games of football last year, that many didn't stay behind. And I think that's nice to see. And the ammo was still full when the players got there at full time today. Yeah, we, we we know what's going to come, don't we? We want to stay around for, you know, the little mini lap of honour and the, the Jurgen Klopp sort of fist bumps and all that sort of stuff. And, and the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, well, yeah. If, you, if you're if a Belinda Carlisle fan, then you're, um, you had a great day at the Vale today, didn't you? Yeah, and we're all Belinda Carlisle fans tonight. Um. Moving on, RefWatch, we'll do it now in the normal position after manager's rating. So RefWatch brought to you by repair-glasses.co.uk. Get yourself over there if you need your glasses repairing. And I don't think the ref needed his glasses repairing today in all fairness because I thought his foul recognition, etc., was decent. 
However, his total mark for the game was three out of ten because he obviously didn't get the memo on the new laws of the game. I don't know if we've had international break and now we've slipped into, do you know what? We've had three or four weeks of clamping down on time wasting, booking players for time wasting, and now we're going to stop or whether he just didn't get the memo. But it was absolutely pathetic with the way he handled Northampton today. And again, I don't really blame Northampton for that. They were doing it very cutely, but a good ref books the lad who's taking a minute and a half to take a throw in in the first half. He books the goalie who's taking 30 seconds, release the ball out of his hands and gives an indirect free kick. And he clamps down on it in the first 10 minutes and it stops. So I thought that was really poor of him. Really, really poor. And there was something else he did and I can't remember now. Lads, anything to add on ref watch if I see if I think if I can remember. No, for, for me, like like you say, I, I just think that it felt like we'd hit a point where we knew what the laws of the game were. And now it's it's like you say, slipping back into well, can you time waste a little bit? Because if so, Jakovic should have his yellow card rescinded from earlier in the season. Yeah, because he took um, nowhere near the amount of time they took today. No, and, and I think that's that's the thing that's frustrating because today on on their throw-ins they, they could have had two or three lads booked, mm. but they just we spoke about this previously, didn't we? And you said that hopefully it doesn't get forgotten if they're doing it, and it sadly seems like it has, it, but not by every ref because I don't know if you saw today, but there was like. Two or three, two or three games where there was twelve minutes of added time and stuff like that. Obviously, I've not watched them games, but Spurs and Villa both scored in that sort of period. So and there's obviously isn't, what? Sorry, crew dead as well. Ninety plus ten. Yeah. So, so like some some people are adhering to it, and that, that makes it even worse, really. And do you know what? It's not even the time added on because I thought today you probably got the time added on about oh, right in the second half, uh, first half was nowhere near. Yeah, first off, was a disgrace having one minute out here. Yeah, but right. for me, it's the clamping down and get the yellow card out early and you stop it for the rest of the game. Yeah. You just stop. And at one point, the one that I'd thought of that I'd forgot, when Conor Ripley got the ball in his hands first off, probably first 10, 15 minutes, might have been a touch later, and he's looking to release it quick and their striker just barges into him. That's a yellow yeah. card offence. All the ref did is he let the game continue. And when the game stopped, he walked up to their striker, put his hand on his back, rubbed his back and said, don't do that again, mate. And I know he did that because I watched him. So he walked up to him and gave him a little rub on the back for doing it. To yellow card offence, you can't stop the goalie releasing the ball. To yellow card, and it's always been a yellow card, but they've been told again in the summer, clamp down on it, we don't want to see it. And it was as though they were targeting Conor Ripley, trying to get a reaction out of him. I don't know if he's got a reputation because we haven't seen him have a hothead reputation. But I don't know if they were trying to do that because they were getting in and around him. Uh, so there was that one, which I thought was an absolute disgrace. And there was, oh, what was the other one? When Northampton had a free kick in the second half near the edge of the box, one defender puts it down as though he's going to take it, then walks away and another defender went over to it, stood there as though he was going to take it, then walked away and then called the goalie up to take it. Now, again, referees have been told that the player that stands there as though he's going to take it then moves it on to another player is the one that's time-wasting. So, therefore, the first Northampton lad, to be fair, probably put the ball down and walked away, so I wouldn't have booked him. But the second one that stood there as though he was going to take it, then when the ref told him already up, he moved away and then the goalie come and took it, bang, it's a yellow card. You can't get away with it. Well, you shouldn't get away with it, but the ref today let himself down because apart from letting them get away with the time waste, and I thought he was okay 
No better than OK, don't get me wrong. But I thought he was OK apart from that. But because of that, three out of ten. Andy, anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean, if we're taking Jakovic's yellow card away from him from early in the season, then he can take one of Barnes's goals away because they scored in, what, 90 plus six mm. in a, a second half of the, where they didn't need to add anything like that much injury time. So, yeah, we would have only lost 6-0 that day. I mean, the goal difference would be slightly better. Um, the only thing I can think of is there was a couple of times when Ripley was trying to take a quick goal kick and he got pulled back and I'm not entirely sure why whether it was just being a bit fussy on moving ball he was trying to get the game going the ref was being a bit pedantic I think Ripley laughed in his face at some point during the uh, the first half um, I don't I don't know why he'd want to try and wind Connor Ripley up because he just seemed to be he just doesn't seem like he's under any pressure at all he's just smiling joking he, he seems the most chill person on, on the pitch. Yeah. No, you're right. And yeah, it was for rolling ball. And again, technically, I'm not marking the ref down for that because he's correct. And if he doesn't pull back a rolling ball and his assessor sees it, he's getting pulled up for it. However, if you're going, you know, slow the game down there, speed it up in other areas where you'd let it go to pot. And yeah, I thought he had a poor game, to be honest. But moving on, let's get into the players. Starting Johnny in goal. I like it. It's Connor Ripley. And just before you say anything about him, I will say there's a bloke behind me about three, four rows behind, I think he is. And we're on the attack and he's screaming, get back in your goal, get back in your goal. Twice today, if Connor Ripley hadn't had the starting position he did have, Northampton were in one-on-one with him. That's the point of having a sweeper-keeper. If you don't understand modern football, don't go. Well, certainly don't scream at the top of your voice something that's fucking stupid. Super Connor Ripley and goal, Johnny. Yeah. Ripley, for me, six out of ten. Um, made that good save in the first half, couple of sweep ups, but didn't 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 really have a lot to do as a keeper. Um, which is credit to the rest of the team as much as anything. But he, he always he always adds that option. Um, a couple of times when he become that extra centre off, maybe are we classing it as? Yeah. Um that that was good. Um give, gives you an option. Um a couple of people there was someone on the radio moaning about going backwards and stuff like that. And it's 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 just like again, it's another another footballing thing, isn't it, where there's a re there's a reason for it. Like with the, you don't you don't have to go long and kick puck out of it for no reason and I thought Ripley was good at that and yeah overall decent so nothing to get too excited about but he made the only save he had to and did it well um so yeah that's that's Connor I think yeah we're we're kind of spoiled at the minute by him yeah Um, I'm with you and those moaning about the ball going backwards, I get when you're nil-nil, it can be a bit frustrating, but the whole point of that is you're trying to shift them about, you try and move them, you try and find pockets of space. It's hard to find space when you've got a team that have come and just sat in, and that's what they did. Ball the first 20 minutes where we looked like we are going to carve them open every time we went forward, and the point of that is you're keeping the ball to try and move them about. Yes, you can lump it long like Johnny said, but let's be honest, when we lumped it long today, I think 90% of the time they won it, not us. So... There we go. Uh, Andy, Super Connor Ripley in goal. Yeah, I mean, just 
going back to that point about going backwards, sideways, backwards, um, you can have a few grumbles in the Hamel and generally they got drowned out by people shouting, what are you doing? Just, this is okay. You know, we're all right. Keep the ball, start again. And when we look for the next opening, Ripley, I mean, yeah, six is about right for me because um, he didn't really have enough to do to warrant any more than that, but he did everything he needed to do well. Um, I, was, I agree about sweeping up. He won, I think, a header, and he just sort of came and um, shanked one in the end, but he dealt with the situation, conceded a throw, and on halfway line, that's nothing wrong with that at all. A couple of occasions where he, he lets a ball that looks like it isn't quite going to carry just about get on the line and then sort of sweep it up, pick it up right when it's just in the area. I'm not too worried about that. Generally, I'm just happy that he's a goalkeeper that exudes confidence and he gives confidence to everyone around him. He's just a, a calming and big presence. I hope he's similar in the dressing room as well because I think he's just his personality on the pitch and I'm sure off the pitch as well is just sort of part of um what is steadying um the club at the moment yeah no i'm with you and funnily enough the bloke that sits behind me that kept shouting get a new goal he's one that also kept shouting yeah there you go Uh, i didn't do the stats it finished vale one northampton nil with a ben garrity goal on the 84th minute um stats are that vale had 61 percent of the ball to northampton's 39 Total shots, Vale had 13 to Northampton's five. Vale at the target four times to their one. Um, clear-cut chances, it's only got one in the entire game, and that went to Northampton. And corners, five for Vale, three to Northampton. So there your stats for it. Moving on then, Andy, you get the first shot at right of the back three, making his league debut today. Big Cove. Yeah, I really liked him. I said before, you know, he, he looks like a player who's far more mature and far more experienced than than, than what he is. Um, good presence, good physical presence. Um, I don't think he's right-sided, is he? Is, is he more sort of left-sided? Is he left-footed? And he sort of just had to slot in. I, I may be wrong, but I just got the impression from him watching him play in pre-season. But just... Um, yeah, um, he just seemed to slot in. He, he looks fair. He looks match fair. He looks like his touch is decent. He uh, linked up well with uh, Sang, gets forward. He seems to know um, ex- exactly what the is required of him in that sort of right centre-back position. Um Maybe sort of flat. I mean, I don't know what the plan was. Whether he was just going to sort of play seventy, seventy-five, and get subbed anyway for Cass. Uh, maybe that was a planned sub. Um, but I'm I'm really impressed with him. I like him. I like the look of him. And I think he'll get better as and when his um, experience and his match fitness um, grows. So um, good debut. Good solid debut. Um, yeah, uh, look forward to more, seeing more from him. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I thought seven for Kof today. I thought. He really impressed me. I thought he looked strong. He he was good on the ball, which was something that, like, I think you noticed today. He was confident with it. And one time in the first half, 
he he puts in a, a real real good ball into the box, um, which we probably should have done better with. Um, he's a good he's a good defender. He's not he's not afraid of the the dark side of it either. He he'll have a bit of a wrestle and stuff like that with people. So yeah, re- really really solid league debut for him. And I think like the big thing for it is we looked we looked more confident with him. He, he feels like he's a He's a leader, even though he's only a young lad. So the one, the, the one thing I will pick up with, and this isn't a negative on Kofi, but a negative around Kofi, was the absolute muppets in the paddock that cheered when we switched the ball over to his side. Because, he, yes, he'd been asking for it, but just because a player asks for it doesn't mean you pass it to him every time. Like, it just... It really, it really pecks me head that like that they, they, they stood up and hey, because we passed it over to him. Like, what's the point? You're passing, you're passing to a centre off. Like, if it if that's sang out there and being ignored, maybe a little different. But you're passing out to a centre off, and when we when we passed it to him, he didn't he didn't do anything with it, and that's not a dig at him. But I just didn't, I really didn't understand the the, the jeering around it. Yeah, no, fair point. And I think it's the fact he'd been stood there in acres of space waiting for it. However, like you say, just because someone's stood there in acres of space waiting for it doesn't mean the opportunity to knock that ball over is there, especially when plays all over the way over the other side and people have got spotting, then get it over. So, yeah, yeah. fair point. Lovely. I didn't mention his uh, long throw either, did I? No. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I had. Yeah. Yeah, decent long throw. But yeah, I love the look of him. He looks a proper defender, but also very comfortable on the ball, a ball playing defender. And I'm really excited to see more of him because I think he'll grow into an absolutely fantastic centre off. And he already looks as though he's there. So he adds to what we've got. He makes us a better side when he's in it. Another great loan acquisition. Don't fall in love with the loan player. I'm a right slot because that's four now. But there you go. Johnny, moving on in the middle, Captain Smudge. Yeah, Smithy, fantastic performance by by Smith today again. Real, real leader's performance. He's he's making me eat my words, and I absolutely love it because I'm not. I've never ever questioned Nathan Smith as a player, but captaincy. I was a bit, I was a bit concerned about, and yeah, he's he, he, he's he's come he's come on he's come on leaps and bounds since the last time he had had the armband and. He's just not getting involved in stuff. He's doing he's doing his business. He's winning his headers. He, he's growing as a footballer for me. I thought he looked more comfortable with the ball at his feet today. Still a tad slow, but it's it seems like it's growing and maybe that's confidence because the rest of the team's doing well and people are showing and like Funzo drops in really well and stuff like that. But Smithy, good performance today, solid seven and Really excited to see this this back three grow. Andy? Yeah, I think Nathan Smith's um, on the ball, his distribution and just general how comfortable he's on the ball has been improving steadily all season. Uh, today, I thought he started off, he was a little bit less comfortable than he has been. I think just because they started off trying to press us, uh, then they quickly abandoned it because they wanted to um, just maybe sit in and put my men behind the ball after we'd had a decent first 15, 20 minutes. Um, so 
Um, Smithy, yeah, started off um, a little uncomfortable on the ball by recent standards for me. But I think what he really gave us today was it's more about how he marshaled that back three and kept the line. I think he, I, I'm assuming he did, got through a hell of a lot of talking and communication. Um, one thing I did notice was that he was, yeah, just marshalling the line, keeping the line. He knew the distances between himself and Ripley and anything that they tried to do over the top or down the channels. He got absolutely spot on to make sure that we dealt with anything that they tried to sort of play around or over the top of us. And I think that was that was his strength today. It was um, yeah, it, it was it was um, more leadership, more captaincy, more sort of marshalling. I, I expected him to play on the right side of a three. I think in the preview, I said um, he ended up in the middle, uh, and he um, just organised it to make sure we, that we won the game. Yeah, no, fair. I'm with you both on that. Great captain's performance from Smudger. On the left of the back three, Andy, was the yak. Yeah, um, a little bit, I wouldn't say subdued, but I think he, his job today was to make sure he, he just did his job. I think, um, obviously, Northampton, they, they've got plenty of height in their tight in their side and they um, can hurt you if you get caught out of shape, out of position. So he stuck at it, did what he needed to do in defence. He didn't really, um, he didn't go on too many marauding runs. There was one moment in the first half, I think, where he stepped in and um, gave the ball to Ojo and then carried on his run and then Ojo didn't use him. And he just saw him make this forward run and then arc back into left um, left side of the three position, which was a bit of a shame. Um, generally, I, I, just, I, I do like him. He's great, but it was just more about discipline, staying in shape um, and just, just being a steady, um, steady defender today. He just did his job and um, th- there'll be other games where he could maybe step out of defence and um add a little bit but today i think was just all about doing a, a solid day's work yeah johnny did he make you get the moretti out tonight oh not not quite it was it wasn't as good as the other performances but it wasn't a bad performance um i think andy summing it up as steady probably it's a nail on the head um yeah. good defensive performance as a unit i thought he was he was the one that shone Less than Smithy and um, Barmer did, but still, he was he, he had a decent performance. Um, seven out of ten again. Sound. I'm really happy with that back three. Like I say, and it's it, it was all it was all good. One minor criticism, maybe that the first half where he had the chance for um, knock it back across. He kind of took two steps backwards and then headed it up a little bit. Whereas he probably could have taken another step back and maybe controlled it and put it back into the mixer. But that's been super critical of a centre off. Um yeah. and it, it's it's like that when, when he's not putting the foot wrong, um you, you are you are nitpicking almost and that that's how it felt. But he dealt with the pace well, he dealt with Hoskins well, um and then he also dealt with the height well when Simpson come on. So there's 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 not much more you can say about our defence today than 
they did their job and did it well. Um, yeah. Another, I say another seven. So happy days for that back three. Yeah, with your seven, did his job, did it well. The only slight critique for me is he perhaps got done a little bit too easy where their lad just stepped over the ball, let it run, and then ran round him. But fair play, he got back in, defended. Yeah. But, you know, over a season, a defender, you're going to get done once or twice, aren't you? And if you can get back in and recover from it, that's all you're asking for. So, yeah, a major criticism, and seven's spot on for me. So it's not like, oh, Christ, he got done and he shouldn't have done it. Just now and again, a player's going to do a bit of skill and beat you, and he got done today, but got himself back in. Andy? Yeah, before we move on um, to the next player, yeah. Do you think that's our best back three on paper? Or, you know, Dan Jones is going to have something to say about that, isn't he? And so's our Deborah. Well, if, if he signs. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I do. I think that's our best back three on paper. And I think that's the back three that was designed to start the season. Yeah, I think you're probably right. But, yeah, it is. And uh, the yak obviously come down from north of the border, talking about up north. Just a quick shout out to Mark in Dunham, who's expecting his second and listens to us to keep in contact with everything going on with the club and makes him feel a part of it. So good luck, Mark. Hope everything goes well there. Moving on, we will go to the right of midfield, if you like, or wing back, however you want to look at it. And it's, it's Johnny for Tom Sang. I think this is his best performance at wing-back for us today. Agreed. Totally um, agree. Not sure if that's because Barmer was behind him and maybe gave him a bit more communication or, or whatnot, or if he's just settled into it. But I think, and this is just my opinion, I think it's because it's a game where we've had 61% of the ball. So actually his work was on the ball going forward rather than defensively. Possibly. I just, I just, felt, he, I just felt like he, he was a bit more... He was a bit more composed as well and a bit more under control. So, um, it's one of them, isn't it? Because I think he is very, very good on the ball. Some of the stuff he put in the box was brilliant. And I think he will make an absolute cracking centre midfielder. Problem is, we've got a lot of competition there as well at the moment. Yeah, we have. I, I think the big the big thing for me was, like you like you said, we've got a lot of competition. But with Barmer hugging that line... It gave Sang the chance to come inside once or twice, and he looked more comfortable and confident there. So I think that's that's part of it. I think he is a centre midfielder playing wing back, mm. um, but yeah, he, he felt more com- confident, more comfortable, and things just clicked with him. Um, it's it, decent performance. I think can't can't think of anything that stood out amazingly good or amazingly bad, um, but six out of ten and. It's it's a good but it's a good building block if, if he needs to play Tuesday, um, but yeah, happy days. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, I can't disagree with any of that. Um, his best game, certainly his best game at wing back for us. Um, I, I, what I've noticed is that he he likes to stand, and I imagine it's it's he's been told to do that in in acres of space when say the players on the left, he'll be stood on the right, and he won't just sort of go narrow. And then burst into space as the ball's pinged across pitch. He will just be stood there, waiting from it from from the off. Um, I thought, yeah, he's, he, some of his best work was in the first twenty odd minutes when when we were sort of dominant with the ball. I think when we were stretching them and looking to get those little um, balls from him, the little triangles with him and Barmer and sort of divine in the inside channel. That's when he was at his best 
he was absolutely tearing it up uh, the first um, part of the game, and that's probably why you know they made the changes they did. Um, he was, and, and and I think they knew that we weren't just trying to load it into the box, which is why. He had he had a number of very good opportunities to you know because they they were pretty much stood off stood off him inviting him to put like a cross in and he was trying to just get it sort of the, the Crosby said they were looking to get the ball um, just feed it into the edge of the area and try and get a cut back and a hard and low rather than just sort of putting a, a sort of a hit and hope or a percentage type sort of deep cross into the box where we get out jumped. Um, I'd, I'd like to see him sort of cross the ball a bit more. I think he he, he was he was looking to play something a little bit more intricate at times, but it was certainly you know his, his most comfortable um, game in a, in a Vale shirt on the ball and and at the at wing back. So um, I'm, I'm really pleased for him. I hope um, this is maybe a bit of a turning point for him after after a um, a, a tough start, particularly um, at right wing back. Yeah. That's fair. And moving on, Andy, you get my paralysis man of the match, the match sponsor's man of the match, and we'll see if he's got a full house on here. Do you want to have a bit of fun, though, tonight? I'd love nothing more. Oh, my word. Um, I'm trying to find, trying to remember anything he did that was... If he gave the ball away, did he did he give the ball away at all during the game? Were there any mistakes he made? Did he do any little sloppy passes? And and I can't think of anything. Just everything he seemed to do just had that little extra bit of quality on it. Whether he was pulling difficult balls down out of the sky, whether he was like you know you've got like balls bouncing around knee high, whatever the loose balls that he just tidies up, takes on. And then plays players in. You know, we, we haven't had a player who can accept difficult balls or loose balls and and kill it the ball dead and and come away with it since probably Anthony Grant. Um, he's probably the best at doing that since Anthony Grant. It was just everything he did. Just was just had that little. Um, extra bit of finesse about it he was just running sideways um just just going across the pitch taking the ball with him sometimes sometimes just when he wasn't on the ball just anticipating little bits of danger just tidying up and i think the i've, I've listened to a bit of the northampton managers interview and i think he used the word strangled or suffocated uh, to describe how our midfield um snuffed out anything that they did and i think just it was just, i think you just have to just watch it if if you've not seen the game get the video and just watch him because i don't think anything that i can say can really do him justice it, it was immense today yeah he was and your man of the match of course yeah absolutely yeah what what did it put in the um WhatsApp we'll we'll group, see really. what Johnny says first. We'll see what Johnny says first, and then we'll get to it. Right. Johnny, do you wish Funzo was looking after your balls tonight like he looked after them today? Oh, mate, like he's he was fantastic today, wasn't he? He the, the one that summed it up to me was when he had the ball fired into him in centre mid, and he just kind of rolled it, like let the ball roll through his body and killed it in between two players in the second half, and it was just like 
he, he, he looked like he was having an absolute ball out there. He looked like he was confident. He was full of energy. He put in a couple of really good tackles today. He's just everything that you want from an oldie midfielder because he drops in at centre-half, takes the ball, has it in areas where you don't really want players to have it because we're still, I'm still, well, I say we, I'm still not fully behind playing out from the back. Um, that's not because I don't trust Vale to do it. It's just because I'm not a big fan of dicking around with the senior penalty area. I think at one stage you're going to get caught out. Um, but that's modern football at the minute. So I think I, it's something I'm going to just have to get used to. Uh, but yeah, Fun, Funzo was was brilliant today. Like absolutely brilliant. And it just meant that everyone else could do what what they needed to, their bits, and just enjoy themselves on the pitch. So real top-class performance from him. Um, I'm not going to go quite as far as Andy did in the group. Um, I think it was only an eight uh, performance, but a very, very strong eight. Well, well Andy, there. you're right to reply, because what you said in the group is if Fundo doesn't get a nine, I'm off. Yeah, I'm off then. <laughs> Oh, there was there was a moment I think very late in the first half. It was right by the touchline, um, right near the uh, paddock, where he just pulls the ball out of the sky, uh, kills it, and then just turns on it. And it was a really sort of awkward sort of ball in the air, and he just made it look very, very easy. There were a couple of moments second half where he just drops his shoulder and sends their man for a pie or whatever. It was just a joy to watch it's just i don't know i'm just trying to think of um players who i've enjoyed watching um and i'm i can't really think of, of any off the top of my head it was just one of those performances that was just an absolute pleasure from from start to finish yeah i'm with you andy i thought he was a nine today i thought he was unbelievable I don't think he did anything wrong. And at one point, he even knocked a 40-yard ball diagonal to the winger. He straight on his foot, didn't have to move. I'm with you. I thought he was a nine today. And had we won that game five or six, Punto's getting all the praise still. Yeah, I, I don't know what more he would have had to do to get a um, higher mark. But, you know, Johnny's a, a tough um, tough judge, isn't he? Yes, maybe he does want Punto caressing them balls before he gets a nine. Yeah, Johnny... Put a ball into the box for a goal or a goal, goal or score, score it yourself and then he's up there. But yeah, I, 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 look, it was a brilliant performance. It's just, yeah, it's just one of them. He, he's my man of the match, though. I think he was top quality. Um, so that, that that's a clean sweep there. For yeah, ding, 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 full house. Funzo gets all three man of the matches here. Sponsored by Paralysis Escape Rooms. Get yourself over to the website. Paralysis Escape Rooms and Anley for a horror escape room. If you're looking for something new for a small team for Christmas, six to eight people, have a look at Paralysis website and try and for your Christmas too. Have the shit scared out of you. Johnny, next to him, Ollie Arblasty. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. Oi, oi, oi. There we go. I'd, look, I love Ollie. I think he he's another that looks five six five six years older than he actually is when when you look at him with the ball and stuff like that he, he's composed he keeps it he keeps it taking along while he 
he likes to try something. He's not scared of having a shot. And him and Funzo really, really complement each other. And I know Crosby um, mentioned it and kind of, kind of took all the pawed it saying yeah well we knew what we were signing him for and stuff like that but you could tell it was a bit tongue-in-cheek that it, it, no one ever expected he'd be this good did they now he's an unbelievable player unless you're from Sheffield he's shite and sad him now yeah definitely but yeah seven out of ten for me for Ollie I thought he's he's developing every week every time you watch him he gets better and this week away with the under-20s have probably done him, him and Alfie the world are good. So happy days for both of them in that sense. And congratulations for that, for that period because it's no, no mean feat, is it, being called up um, when you're that age? No, definitely isn't. Andy, anything to add to the Blasty? I thought it was a really disciplined performance today. I think he, he first off, he did most of his good work off the ball. He was just like Funzo really just going from left to right um keeping the ball moving when he did get touches you know he wasn't dwelling on it um just really yeah use the word disciplined I think it, like like I said about Smith earlier you know marshalling things he, he was just making sure he wasn't caught out out of position it when he needed to just play a little one touch um keep the ball moving he was doing so second half I think he he got a bit more joy on the ball um, I don't know. It's funny how certain players sort of um, go off it a little bit, and other players grow into the game. I think he, he had his better spell sort of in the first fifteen twenty minutes of the second half. Um, but yeah, he's he's he is absolute quality. Whether he's um, got to play, whether he's sort of making things happen on the ball, or whether he's been disciplined off it. And and um, just to staying in in shape, um, there's some really lovely bits. I think there was one little ball he just sort of played around the corner into Divine early in the game that was really lovely. That's the one thing that stands out for me. Um, second half, he was just trying to make things happen, sort of in and around the edge of the penalty area. Didn't quite come off, but he's some talent, isn't he? Unbelievable. And what I liked about all our midfielders today, including the Blasty, is that, yes, they went sideways and back when they had to, because there was nothing else on, but they weren't scared to try them balls in between the lines of the Northampton team today. And, yes, they were very compact and made it hard for them, but when the forward ball was on, they'd fish it in, but they knew that the play they were passing, we got the quality to control it and get something on it and get us going forward. And they were trying them harder balls to play today, and they were coming off. It's just a case that Northampton Fair credit to him, defended very well as a unit. But yeah, the blast has some talents. And we can move the ball a lot quicker now, can't we? We've got players who just can can accept that harder ball into the feet and they in turn can get the ball under the spell earlier and then move it on to the next player. And and that just seems to make a hell of a difference in terms of us moving other other teams and their players about. Yeah, and within, I thought the first 20 minutes we moved it that well that that's when we created most of the opportunities that they couldn't get near us and it was like watching Brazil at times that first 20 minutes. Andy, on the left of the midfield, Young Plenty. Yeah, um, he stuck at it today. I thought he wasn't bad. Um, I think, I can't remember if it was Johnny who said, was it or was it Tom? 
the other week um, that sometimes his first touch lets him down a little bit. And that just sort of played on me a little bit today. There were a couple of times when you're thinking if he's just got a little bit more, if, if he can just bring it under his spell or get his touch to get in, he could he could be a lot more dangerous than than he is. And it seems like, I don't know whether he just, at times, he doesn't really believe. Um, I think it was the one-on-one was, was the big disappointment for him because I think he takes an extra touch that puts him in a difficult situation where he could have taken it first time and, and just nicked it past the keeper. Um, generally, you know, wing-back's a hard role for somebody who isn't a wing-back, especially if you're, you know, you're just starting out in your career. He's done well for us so far. It's just, you'd like to see him push on and and add a little bit more value attacking-wise in the final third. And if he could just make get things going a little bit more snappily then we've got a hell of an asset for someone who probably isn't a wing back and probably won't end up being a wing back when he when it when he matures into the player he's going to become yeah johnny yeah i thought for me today i thought he started a bit shaky and i thought it was going to be a long day for him but i thought he recovered really well and grew into it takes one too many touches sometimes in the attacking area and have a bit of confidence in himself to to release one and have, have a go. But overall, very, very decent performance there. Nothing came down his side. Nothing was, nothing ever felt like he was under, he was under too much pressure. Um, he linked up well. He felt more of a, a left midfielder than a wing back today, just due to how, how we were playing and what the yak was doing behind him. Yeah, really, really decent performance. Um, nice building block. And do you know what? There's he's got, he's going to take something each game, isn't he? From it, he's going to learn something new, and he's going to develop and grow. So good, good on him for showing the heart and desire that he does when he plays there. So you, you never get anything less than hundred percent from him. So really happy with that. Six out of ten. I think, mean, I think, let's say there was a couple of times in and around the box where he should have and probably could have done better. Um, but yeah, overall, it's 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 a decent performance and a good starting point. Yeah, and again, 18, 19-year-old lad doing a job for the club out of position. And don't forget, he's not just out of position. He's playing on the left side when he's a right-sided winger. And I think at times that ball comes in and people are expecting him to release it first time on the left foot. He's a right-footed player, and I think people forget that at times because he's playing on the left. Because today there was one cross that was a bit... It come to him and he put it in first time, and I think he just went straight to the keeper. But he was on his left foot, and yes, he's a professional footballer, and I'm sure he can use both feet very well, but it's still his weaker foot. And I do think people need to remember that at times. But when he got on the ball running at him, I thought he scared, and there was times where he squared up his defender, got at him, and the defender absolutely shit himself. And sooner or later, it's going to click for him and then 15 goals slash assists this season are coming. Carry yeah. on the plenty. I think sooner or later, that it's he's, he's going to get get at least start getting an assist or two because he's doing, he's doing everything right. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's just that end product at the minute, which, do you know, if, if, if at that age, all, all we're talking about is he needs improve his end product, then... 
we, we haven't got a lot to, to worry about, have we? We know that his defensive side needs improvement. We we all know that, but we also know, as you've just said, Bez, that probably 12 months' time, is he going to be a wing-back still? I, I very much doubt it, unless he, he comes on leaps and bounds in that 12 months at wing-back, and you look at him and go, do you know what? He's got all the attributes because he has. He's got pace. He's quite he's quite strong for a young for for a small lad. He's he's not scared to tackle as we saw at Ipswich um, last season. So there's, there's there's lots of positives there, and Plenty's got Vale at his feet at the minute. I'm not sure how 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 high he can end up. There's it. That's that's obviously that's down to him, really. Um, but at the minute, I can I think he he's the sort of person that we could see being at Vale for a very long time. Yeah, fingers if crossed. He wants to be. Yeah, and that's the big thing. It's if he wants to be because like th- there's there's every chance he could end up somewhere else as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. And moving on, Johnny was Alfie divine for you today? Yeah, Alfie was decent. Um, I think. A couple of times he looked a bit frustrated. Um, he put in a peach of a ball first off that no one gambled on, and he looked a little frustrated at that. Um, I do think he's got to kind of remember that he's not Harry Kane's not in the box this 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 week like he was last week. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's similar to what we said about Arblaster and the rest of the midfield. They they were all. They were all really good today. They all had a part to play. They all they all played their part and did their bit. Um, and he's another one that's that's gonna gonna take a little longer to grow. Get used to how we play, how Willow plays, if that's who he's playing with, how our Blaster and Ojo play and stuff like that. Because like let's let's be fair, he's a couple of weeks behind and he's been away for two weeks as well with the England squad. Whereas our Blaster came in a little bit earlier, so he's had that chance to to get used to us a little bit more. Um, I do think that he's a, he's a talented footballer. And the one thing I loved was in the first half where he cocked up that pass. And instead of his head hitting the floor and going, shit, I've cocked that up, the first thing he did was sprint all the way back, put in an absolute brilliant last-ditch tackle. And... Smudger even referenced it in his in his post match, and I think that's yeah. For me, that's that's something that you you you've got to give young players a correct credit for, because you see you see you see sometimes shoulders go down quite easily. They've they've made a mistake, like head goes down, shoulders goes down, and then 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 they're like right, you've got to pick them back up. But he seemed to be able to pick himself back up pretty quickly. Um, and that might be that might be down to the people around him as well. Like the the the, the thing is, we've got some experience on that pitch as well as young lads, so that could be down to them as much as down to himself. But yeah, yeah I was I was re- I was really pleased with 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 them with with them all. Um, but yeah, it's a, a, solid, a solid six. Um, just a bit with him playing in that behind the front front man. I'd just like a little bit more from him, but it's it's one of them. It was it was a tough game today, and the young lads have have, have come out 
really well, as as well as everyone has, to be fair. But the young lads in particular have come out really well. Yeah, no, they haven't. Uh, it's one hell of a player. And as you referenced, Johnny, about a month ago, he was training with the likes of James Madison, Harry Kane, Son. He's got to get used to the fact he's got better players around him now, Andy. I'm not saying anything about that. Um, yeah, I mean, Harry leaving's probably maybe played a big part in him coming to Vale. I don't know. I, I thought he did most of his better work today in in the first half. I thought, I think first half he was um, looking to just find the channels in between the defenders. Uh, he was he was popping up sort of everywhere on sort of the right hand side. Um, linking up really well. Um, the thing with younger players is that I imagine you know they are going to sort of drift in and out of games, and it was fortunate. You know, we had spells when um, you know Arbaster was maybe a bit quieter and, and Divine would step up, and, and vice versa, and that seemed to work out fairly well today. Second half, he was it was a lot quieter, um, but I think I think he was always trying to do something even if it was off the ball just giving their defenders something to, something to think about um it just i don't know it's just it was frustrating because there were times when it looked like he was going to run riot this afternoon and it never quite panned out that way for him and it just when, when it all clicks and i think a lot of people are saying this you know particularly after how we started the game and, and we started the game against Carlisle similar uh, is that if we get an early goal, if we click and get the right final ball, then we go one nil up early in a game. I know we haven't scored in, in a first half of any game this season. Um, then we could potentially open up and put a few goals past the side. You know, we could give a team a good idea if we, if we get an early goal and yeah. looking at the way he was joining in linking up today, he, he, he could, he could absolutely um, take someone's pants down. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, if we score early on, on Tuesday, you never know, do you? I'm with you. And looking at the table, the top eight, we've scored the joint least goals in the top eight, but I'm with you. I think sooner or later, we're going to give someone a right arse kicking. It's just, it's coming. We just need that early goal, as you said. Yeah, I mean, if Northampton had to come out and chase the game earlier on, then you don't know what sort of game it would have been. Yeah. Um, but, but hey-ho. Yeah, it will happen some point this season. I think someone is in for an absolute pasting off us at some point. Fingers crossed, presuming the, these performances carry on, which there's no reason to believe they won't. Um, Andy, you got the first dibs on Chislett and I showed a different side to him today that I really liked I'll talk about after you two have talked if one of you doesn't pick up on it yeah I mean I saw I remember there was a point in the second half where he lost the ball maybe he was a bit sloppy I can't remember exactly what he did but then he just won it back with a perfect sort of sliding tackle came around won the ball came away with it got up and moved it on it wasn't maybe the the game we were expecting from him in terms of him sort of popping up doing nice little assists maybe sort of popping up um scoring or whatever he is he, he does you know it was um more of a, a game where he had to work a little bit harder um it's just 
I don't know. He just he just wasn't seemed to be. He wasn't really being the sort of effective player that, or effective in the way that we were expecting him to. You know, if if he could have done something a little bit, just you know, off the cuff, bit of magic, it, it could have it could have been the thing that made us click today, but it wasn't. But I think it was just more of a hard working performance, um, steady. Decent enough. Um, can't really argue too much about it. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I think like the the tackle the tackle in the second half. For for me, one of the things that stood out was the was the shot in the first half where where he did what he does while got out to his feet. And I think keeper made a bit of a camera save, but he for, forced him into into the save. Um, what I would say is that we've spoke quite a lot about Chislett. And we know that he'll go missing. And I think for 40, 40, 50 minutes of the game, he did go missing at times, attacking-wise. Like, he does need to be a bit... He does need to take the ball by the scruff of the neck um, and make things happen. He is he is our pretty much most creative asset out there. Um, but yeah, other than, other than that, like the defensive side was was good. That was that was nice. See that he he fell back into shape where needed. Um, I do think that he might need work on his fitness a little bit because after about sixty minutes he does look knackered. Um, and whilst that's all right at the minute, like you don't you don't really want a player that can only play sixty minutes if we're forced into making a sub early and we can't take him off. Um, but maybe that's just tactical and he can do it. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so, solid performance, decent enough. Gets a mark knocked off him for the dive because I think, and I, I see what he was doing, and I know that he might have got clipped, but it was unnecessary at that stage. Um, so six for for Chizzy. Yeah, and what I was referring to is his off ball work today. I thought it was incredible. I thought his work rate off the ball was there. He's tackling, actually. I think he made two or three really good slide tackles today that had he got them wrong, he's in trouble, but he didn't. They were absolute spot on. And I haven't really seen that side of Ethan Chislett before where he's making slide tackles, winning the ball back. And it was winning the ball back and keeping it, which I thought he was excellent with. Need a little bit more spark off him going forward, but it'll come. And again, it's hard when you're the player trying to create the spark when you're up against two back lines of six and four. So, you know, did what we'd expect of him today. And moving on, Johnny, last of the 11 on the pitch, big James Wilson, Vales 29. I I honestly thought that when he came off, we lost a hell of a lot up there. And that's not a dig at Loft, because I like you'll know that I actually rate the signing of Loft. I just thought that the game that we were playing, especially when you saw them bring on Month and, and such like, the game that we were playing suited James Wilson. Um, he was playing. He was playing good with the ball at his feet. He he just he just it was he was really good. And it was that it was that skillful side of him again that we saw. It was that side where we we know what he can do and, and make something happen. Um, he didn't, but I don't think he was a million miles away. Um, yeah, so. I liked, I liked his performance. I thought there was there was a lot to give. Didn't don't really remember him having that much of a shot. 
Um, but I thought he was linking up really well. Um, and yeah, we we did we did lose a little bit when when he came off. So seven for Willow, but it's he looks fit again. He's 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 doing he's doing the things that we want. We just need now for him to create a little bit. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, I thought he looked quality today without really looking like a threat. If if that makes sense, he wasn't really doing anything particularly threatening near their goal, but he was um, he was contributing to just generally our pattern, helping us. Um, yeah, we, we played some very nice football today, and, and he played a part in that. Um, I think there's one moment. Was it late in the first half where he takes a ball down, brings it down, and then does he? Is that the same moment where he tries to play Chislet down the left, and the ref pulls it back for? I think Plant did something off the ball. Um, there was some one or two really, really good touches that he did today. Uh, I'd, I'd really want to see in a game where we choose to play two up front i'd love to see him and, and loft combine I, I'd, I'd be interested to see how, how that works as a partnership or whether we want to go with this uh two sixes and two eights or or two ten i don't know what whether they'll be like ships in the night loft and wilson you know will they just sort of pass each other coming off the pitch when one gets stopped and the other one comes on um, but they they could they can make a very potent front two if we ever decide to play that way. Um, one point my friend made on the way home is that a couple of years ago, James Wilson stood out as being a player who technically, in terms of his touch, was far better than anything we had. Now it doesn't feel like that way. It feels like he's one of a small number of players who technically has that similar ability to him, which shows where we've come in the last year or so. Yeah. Yeah, all good points. And agree with you, Willow. Only slight criticism on today is there's one where he apps, he got the ball on the halfway line with the defender up his horse, turned him, got away, and he's heading towards her. And it was unbelievable skill to do that. Ending towards their goal, they hit one from about 35 yards that went nowhere near you. And I don't mind a player taking a pop. But if he lifted his head up and looked to the left, I can't remember who it was. But if he slid someone in, they threw one-on-one with the goalie. And he took a shot from 35 yards instead. And a bit disappointed with that. But apart from that, I thought his link-up play and everything was unbelievable today. And this is the James Wilson we know we can have. And if he plays like this week in, week out, and we're only playing one up front, Loft is going to have to his time, get a start. Although with all the games coming up, obviously there will be squad rotation. Yeah, we'll, so that, wait till, we'll wait till January where he leaves and signs for a championship club. Well, that could happen as well. But yeah, who's going to want to leave on the top of the league at Christmas? Well, may, 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 maybe all of them. Or maybe none of them. Maybe they're going or to stick together and go, let's finish this fucking job. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good one today. today as in, I think I... Like, Couple of mentions of the subs that, like Garrity, come on with a bit between his teeth, didn't he? We know that he we come know... on pissed off. He did. You could tell he come on and like I'm going to fucking show him. He's leaving me on this bench. I want, I want that though. Because... Oh, I do hundred percent. I want that yeah. because like you, you know he's not, you know he's not going to be disruptive. You know he's not going to be an arsehole about it. 
Like, do you know, some some players when they're not playing properly disrupt the the flow and stuff like. You know, that's not going to be Garrity, but you also know that if you if if you upset him, like, is that the best version of him? And I think today, like, has he ever scored outside the area for us? Like, I can't think of any. No, that, and that, that's what I mean. It's like that was kind of un Ben Garrity. Like. Yeah. You, you you associate him with arriving late in the box, being being good at that sort of thing, and he, he was just yeah. Ben today was was brilliant when he came on. He he harried, he hustled, he did all the things that Ben Garrity does, and then popped up and scored. So re- really fantastic, and that's that's two good substitute appearances for Ben now in two games, including I know you don't count it, but including starting in the Pizza Cup and scoring and captain the side as well. Well, yeah, again, but I mean, like the last two league games, he's come off the bench, he's won a penalty and scored a goal. Yeah. You know, so... For me, what's some Garrity up today, and you've pretty much covered it, but the first thing he did when he come on is for about five minutes before Garrity come on, I think our front three was knackered and they were just letting their back three, four, have the ball, pass it between them without much pressure. The first thing Garrity did was come on, put pressure on them and won the ball back. Yeah, he did. And I think, I, I think Luke, Ben... Ben is not Ben. Ben is not one that's going to want to sit on the bench. We we know that he knows that, but he's also the sort of player that you look at and you and you think when he is on the bench, he, he can come on and give you one or two different things, and he can come on and help out and see a game out, or he, he can come on and. Do what he's done today, and I'll help you win a game. Um, so yeah, I was, Ben. Obviously, re, real shout out. Another one I want to give a shout out to out to is Louis Cass today. Mm. I thought he came on with big shoes to fill it after Barmer went off. He won every header, like and and there was a nice bit of football between him sang um, down down the right hand side, which the delivery into the box was 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 decent from him as well. So if someone gambled at near post. There was a couple of people around saying at that time maybe just go to go to the corner, which I can see the argument for. But um, I, I never felt like we were under that much pressure that we needed to to see that time out. But yeah, big shout out to Cass because we've hammered him a lot. Um, so I think it's only fair to, to to say when he when when he's done that and he won his, he won some headers, won some battles when he when he came on. So f- fair play to Cass. Yeah, Andy, anything else to add before we move on? Yeah, we can't. I can't leave Ben Garrity out. I mean, we've been talking today about Funzo, Arblaster, Divine. You know, some really intelligent, technically gifted. Uh, well, not not Young and Ojo's case, but um, some. We've had some really cute, um, clever, gifted footballers, and in the end, the game's won by a player who's a bit more of a, a blunt instrument who just sort of barges his way to the edge of the box and absolutely leathers it. And it's, it's good that there's a place for that sort of old school sort of um, player. And, you know, you, you need a you need a mix of different attributes. And, and today, um, what what Ben gives us is, um, is won as the game. Uh, not for the first time this season. He, he won as the game against Reading. He, he won the trophy game against Crew with his goal. You know, Garrity won nil. It was at least three times this season. 
that's happened. Uh, fair play to him. And the hit, you know, I don't think he could have hit it any cleaner. I was more or less right behind it. The keeper looks like he's going to have it covered, but then it, uh, it does something in the air. It just accelerates. He just looks like he's going to get across it, but it, it's absolutely flying. And it's, it is some hit. Um, I, I can't wait to see the um, the goal cam when when Vale Socials put it up tomorrow because that ball's travelling and I don't think he could have hit it any sweeter. Certainly not any straighter. Yeah, and, and it was anywhere else and the keeper saves it, doesn't he? All is wide. Well, yes, yeah, he's snug in the post. Yeah. And just while we're, just, just while we're on uh, on Ben Garrity, lower Breck 1-2-1 against Barry today as well. Oh. His old side, so so, so they they they've had a good win today. Yeah, good day um, for the Gabbatees. Is that the yeah. FA Cup? No, that's in the, they're in the same league as Barry Lowe. Oh, oh right, so they're in the Northwest Counties Premier. Yeah, yeah. same one, same one as West Didsbury and Cholton. Yeah, I went to West Didsbury and Cholton on Tuesday. They played against Longridge and they were two 0 up. Went three two down, one four three. Um, Northwest Counties, um, or I mean. <sighs> I was going to say get along to Northwest Counties, but I know a lot of teams around sort of Staffordshire and and even South Cheshire have um, moved into the Midlands um, part of the pyramid now. But at that level, it's it's a good it's a good afternoon. I, I could have stayed in and watched England Scotland. I decided to go and watch my local non-league team, and I didn't regret it at all. Get out and um, if if you're not down the Vale, go go and watch a non-league game because it's 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 decent it's you'll 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 thank yourself for you know you won't regret going and watching a game of football uh, in person um it's it's proper football well, yeah. on on that note i'll give, give a shout out to a couple of non-league sides seeing that kids grove have won again today that which, which no. means that they have, they have won every game this season so far in the league wow. so quite impressive i saw they beat leak on um is it bancard in monday a few weeks ago yes so yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, two-one win today at home to Chase Town. So that that was You've decent. Got an echo, we Johnny. Oh, sorry. No, you you're all right for me. Oh right, maybe. Maybe it's your end, yeah. Maybe carry on. But yeah, like I say, we we we've had that. Um, Congleton have done well. Um, I went I went to actually watch Congleton last Saturday uh, away at Wolverhampton Casuals. Went to see Dicko and Duffy and Griff was there. So that's good. And like Andy says, there's no substitute for live football and no matter what level it's at. Yeah, yeah. you've got a bar, you've got, you know, you can, you get a plastic glass, you can drink watching the game. You've got proper football people. There's normally a few dogs there. If, if you like dogs, you can, um, <laughs> it's, you know, you never, it's, this, I don't know, but it's, it's just good, wholesome entertainment and um and fair play to everyone who who, who volunteers at the local non-league clubs because you know the, these people are you know the, what keeps football ticking isn't it yeah definitely and talking about live football i'll hand over to johnny now for a very quick preview of tuesday night's game before i do enjoy where we are valiant enjoy the run we're on the bubble will burst at some point let's hope it's a long long time away and we can enjoy it but enjoy it because at 7.45 when we kick off on Tuesday we will go top of the live league table even if it's for a set period of time 
And if you want saying we're top of the league, I know some people don't like that this early in the season. I say just enjoy where we are. Johnny, let's have a look at Tuesday. Yeah, that, 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 cheers for the little dig there, because you know I don't like the EIEIO. No, you don't, but I love it. I'm actually all right with we are top of the league, because that's factually correct. I'm going to get my phone up and just get the live league table and then screenshot it at quarter to eight, and then yeah. that'll probably be the highlight of the evening. Let's hope well, not. But yeah, I, yeah, do you know what? Enjoy the wave. And I think most people sing it tongue-in-cheek thinking that we aren't going to carry on up there. But if we carry on playing football like this and we can keep everyone to the end of the season fit and healthy, do you know what? There's no reason we can't be in and around them playoff positions. Well, based on what we've seen so far, you know, you're right. Yeah. Do you know, my only worry, the last time we were top of League One, Go on. um, for even a period of time, didn't we get relegated that season? I was going to say, was that under Bruno? <laughs> yeah. Was, Did we go top? Yeah. Because I, I know we were... Yes, oh, bloody hell, yeah. Yeah, we went 1-0 up against Oldham, didn't we? And we went top for a period. And I don't think we won that game, but... I think, like, was that was that Adams, though? Was that when Pope scored early on at Oldham? I think that might have been under Mickey uh, Adams. And then, that was not long before he uh, ended up resigning. Well, I can't remember if we were top under Bruno. I remember we were definitely... Did we win the first four under Foyle in 2006-7? And... That was the year we ended up going out of the FA Cup to Hereford. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it does go to show that it doesn't necessarily count for anything. But at the same time, I think we had more or less exactly the same start, same number of points after the same number of games. The year under Horton, when we just missed out on the playoffs on the last day of the season, when Swindon and Hartlepool drew. So, um so, so what, you're telling me, what you're telling me is that that first game of the season is going to come back and bite it on the arse again like like that. Well, I mean, it might do if we get stay out of the playoffs on goal difference. It might do. Isn't that what happened that season? Didn't we lose 5-1? Yeah. yeah, I think we had five. We were five um, fewer goals than Swindon yeah. and Hartlepool, yeah. Yeah, but and we, and we lost 5-1 to Plymouth and Hartlepool that season as well. We did. We lost 5-1 to Plymouth, 5-2 to Hartlepool at home in the snow. Um, but I mean, th- th- we were very unconvincing for a long periods of that season. You know, we we our away form was abysmal, um, but we still managed to stay in or near the pack for quite a long part of the season. So, um, and and you know, we, even though we had we had a few deficiencies, you know, we didn't really have a proper left back for a lot of it, did we? We were playing Briscoe. Levi Reed, anyone we could press gang into playing left back there. Um so I don't know. We we might we might last the pace. We 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 might fizzle out. That's half the fun's finding out how it pans out. You know, that's that's the that's the narrative, isn't it? So what what how 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 it turns out. So um it's you know, we just we just enjoy it, don't we? We do. Enjoy riding the crest of the wave. Go on, Johnny. Quick preview of Tuesday, then I'm going back because I'm reffing at nine o'clock in the morning. Fair enough. Well, we're playing a team that's only picked up two points this season. Um, they've scored two goals this season. Um, conceded 11. Um, lost again today, 2-0 to Barnsley. Um, so, yeah, they're, 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 they're a team that are... Based on last season, 
Um, fact that Dino got on playing really well and had them survive comfortably um, compared to where they're at now. It's yeah, it's it's, it's a little difficult one. It's it's a game where like obviously we don't want we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna go teams like Port Vale sort of no. syndrome on people, but if we if we're if we're serious about this, then we do we we do need to be looking at picking up points. You you talk about what do we want to do this season? You at the at the start of it. Well, earlier today I had a, I had a chat with with Goodwin in in our in our group chat, and I was like, nine nine points is incredible. <laughs> you you look at the fact that like. You'd accept five points from this this week of football, wouldn't you? Um, before today, um, and now we've won today. You, you think, well, actually, so what do, what's what's now, what's now acceptable? Um, and I do I do think that we 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 are we are at a point where we I don't want to get too excited because it's it, it's them or it's the wife's team and. I won't hear the end of it if if we fuck this up, but yeah, we're we're in we're in a good place at the minute, and long may it continue. I felt that today. I felt like today was going to be typical Vale. Um, I saw a tweet when I was going to the game from a lad called Sam Evans who just said far too much expectation today. And you know when you think Vale are going to set you up for a fall, you know things have been too good. We, we're due a defeat maybe it's going to come Tuesday instead I don't know but um it's but we'll just we'll just carry on don't we we'll see we'll see where we'll see where it takes us um I I, I, I was convinced we we're going to be disappointed today just because that's sort of law of averages that's how football works we've we've got a win I'm delighted will Tuesday be the game that disappoints us there's every chance but if we play like we did today we get an early goal we could who knows um i i said before i think i said in the preview uh, the other night, marks, if been honest. absolutely i said the other night if um if we get four points out of these two home games i'd be delighted um now if if we get if we've got four points out of these two home games now I'd I'd be disappointed with that. I'm going to be greedy and say I want I want six. Um, I want I want us to be um, top of the league and I want us to have a positive goal difference by this time Tuesday night. I keep saying I want six, Andy, but no one offers. But there we go. Um, this the form burden are on, and this isn't to dig at them. We know they get themselves up for Vale Park. They it's their cup final of the season because. It's a Staffordshire derby to them, and it's not a dig at them. That's the way they view us. So we know they're going to get themselves up for this game. The onus is on us Tuesday for me to take the game by the scruff of the neck, start like we did today, however, get a goal when we're on top. If we can get that goal in the first 20 minutes, I think it could be a landslide. However, I don't think Burton are going to make it easy for us. And don't just look at the facts. They've got two points and scored two goals so far this season that this is an easy walkover game because it won't be. Burton are going to make it difficult for us, and it's up to us to find a way to break them down for me. Have they still got injury issues? I know Stockton was. Um... I've just looked at their lineup from today, and Stockton hasn't made the bench. 
Jamal Blackman's only made the bench. Ryan Sweeney's only made the bench. Josh Gordon's only made the bench. Rakeem Harper's only made the bench. Mustafa Cario bench. Is that normal? Does would Steph know Johnny, or is they saving him for Tuesday? No, so, so they, they, they've got a couple, they, they've had a couple of injuries. Cole Stockton's been injured um, pretty much since. So that cup tie was on telly. Yeah. yeah. The hamstring injury did. Yeah. I mean, looking at their stats away at Barnsley today, they've had forty-seven percent of the ball, had eight shots, which is the same amount as Barnsley. So you know they haven't been overran by Barnsley by any stretch of the imagination. They haven't took a walloping. No, they haven't. But at the end of it, they still lost, haven't they? So they have. Yeah. Like I say, I think the onus is on us. I think Burton will come and be a bit compact like Northampton have today. And it's on our flair players and creative players to find a way through, get the goal. And if we can get it early, bring them out on us and let's break this hoodoo of not scoring in the first half of any league game in the first seven. Yeah, that's got to come yeah. to an end soon, hasn't it? You'd hope so. But also as the fact we haven't conceded at home and the league got come to an end at some point. So let's hope that's not Tuesday. Does anybody west of Tutbury think that this is a derby? No, I, 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 I don't think anyone with a with an ounce of self pride thinks it's a derby. To be fair, I think Burton see derby as their derby. Even I don't think I don't think counties matter in in that sense when the when the two close when 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 they're as close as they are. Obviously, derby don't see it that way. But again, derby's derby is far forest, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, it's it's again doesn't really make a difference. Um, it's just another game for me. It just happens that the technically in Staffordshire. Mm. So is Steph making her way to Vale Park Tuesday, or is she on mothering duties? No, she's there Tuesday. Um, little, little and I'll be at my mum's mum's at night. So, um, she sat with you. No, no, she's not sitting with me. No way. <laughs> no, she'll get the view from the lovely bike cars. Yeah, I couldn't put up with that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Go on, then. Brought to you by avtimings.com. First goal scorer and time of the first goal. Andy, go. I haven't thought of that. I should have, should have prepared this, shouldn't I? Um, Garrity, eight minutes. I reckon um, this is it now. Garrity's on fire. He'll, he'll start. Is terrified. Yeah, he'll, he'll start. I think he's maybe... I mean, I don't know if he, how pissed off he was or whether Crosby said to him, Luke, Managing your minutes, we've got games coming thick and fast. You're on the bench today, you'll start Tuesday. Uh, I think he has to start after today. And yeah, um, eight minutes, floodgates. Come on, Vale. <laughs> Come on, let's go top of the. Let's do it. Let's go for it, Johnny. James Wilson, 28 minutes. And what score lines are you game with Andy and Johnny? Three uh, nil. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> you can have the same, can't you? Yeah, three nil. Uh, that's what. That's what. That's where I was at. I'm going Alfie Divine. Thirty-two. Two one. I think we'll concede his first goal of the season at home. Fair enough. I think it's going to be a closer game than we anticipate. You know. Hope I'm wrong, and I hope the floodgates open. And I do think. 
early goal against these, if we can get one as vital, if we do score eight minutes, like you said, Andy, I think this could be the arse kicking we're looking to give out. It could yeah. be reminiscent of the promotion season. You just want to get their heads down, don't you? You know, you can't. You, you've got to kick a team when they're down because they do the same to you, giving half a chance. Yeah, and I think we need an early goal because I'll be honest with you, I thought the atmosphere at Vale today until we scored was diabolical. I thought the atmosphere was shite today. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad. I thought it was better than Carlisle, for example. But I mean, it's just I I don't know. It's it's you. We could do you could do with settling the fans down a little bit, maybe as well. Just yeah. just set settle everyone down and. Um, I don't know how you feel, Johnny, but it kind of feels like we've lost some of the singers out of the paddock, but the paddock are still the only ones trying to start the songs generally. I I, I just I I I honestly think that I just don't think the noise travels that well. Mm, could be that, and, and I think I think that's part of the issue. I think. The noise doesn't travel that well because a couple of times, like even the other end of the paddock, I don't know what, I don't know what was going on with their with with their fans sort of thing. Um, but he, even at that that sort of stage of it, it was just a bit weird. So yeah, the noise just didn't seem to travel that well. And I got going once Gareth scored, and then the Amal are singing and the paddock are singing with, and then it's a good atmosphere, and we need to find a way to link that up a bit more for me yeah did you uh, try and go in the toilet today in the paddock no I used the portal outside on my way in the ground thinking that'll do me till I got home fair fair enough just that obviously there's toilet issues now yeah, um, yeah. hopefully they get fixed um, sooner rather than later yeah that's it any well, more yeah. Johnny well any any changes that you'd make with Andy, I think Garrity comes in for a start in the place of Chislett, and that's Garrity for Chislett. I think I am then also thinking Mitch has been protected today. He starts for Sang on Tuesday. Two changes. Connor Mitch Grant, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you, you, you can make a case for. You can make a case for a few changes and new yeah. weapons. Yeah, I don't Johnny. know, but the thing is, you've you've got you've got your starting team, and you've got the game. The, 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 sorry, you've got the team that starts the game, and you've got the team that ends the game. And you know, we we've got five subs there at disposal, and we'll we we use a squad, don't we? And we'll have to. So you know, it doesn't worry me too much. It's just about making sure we pick the right horses for courses. And sometimes when you can pick, you can give the nod to the team that's finish the game strongly from the previous week and it isn't necessarily the right team for the, the game that's coming up so it's just about I don't know, you just just about making the right calls, that's management isn't it It is Johnny, you making any? Um, I, I think, I, I think I, I'm with Andy, bring Mitch and um, Connor Grant in um, Torn on Garrity um, I think I think the arse to leave him on the bench after the last three games, as you said, with the, including the pizza trophy in there. Um, but yeah, um, it's again, it's 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 in no way a detriment or or a slagging off to any of the players that have started either. So it's it's 
yeah, it's it, it's a tough one, but I've, I, I'm I'm really excited and a bit a bit nervous for the Burton one just because I have to live with her. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that's us done. So we will be back Wednesday, probably. We will. We'll be back Wednesday to review the Burton game, see if we have gone top of the league, see if we are enjoying it after eight games of the season. If Donald Trump can say stop the count now, if we win Tuesday, we can say stop the count, season's over, we are going up. But no fucker will listen like no one listens to them, and we'll yeah. play the rest of the season. But until then, as Andy says, the roof's fallen on the paddock toilets, but the roof hasn't fallen in on our season yet. Second in the league, we'll go top for at least seconds after kickoff on Tuesday, maybe longer, maybe we'll stay there, who knows, but enjoy it. It's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be a Vale fan. Get yourselves down, Johnny's. Have an ale and up the Vale. So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight. And enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.